Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both Snooze Fest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Amanda is a recent CPSM graduate and a proud career nanny for over a decade. She has also worked as the program manager for an agency that supports the independence of individuals with disabilities. There were multiple roads that led Amanda to become a sleep consultant. Her experience as a childcare licensing specialist inspired her passion for educating parents and caregivers on the importance of safe sleep practices. She also witnessed the transformation her nanny family had after working with a sleep consultant. At that point, Amanda had to learn more for herself. At the time when this interview was recorded, Amanda was still working her way through the course, but she has since completed her training and she is officially certified. Amanda, welcome to the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here too. So before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you're willing. Sure. Um... I am uh, currently living in Maryland, in Olney, Maryland. Uh, I got married in July of this last year, so it's been a big year for me. Um, I decided pretty soon after getting married that I just wanted to make a big change and found uh, your class and kind of just went for it. What were you doing before that? Um, so, well, I've had a bit of a, a bit of a year with, um, answering that question because, um, in January of 2022, I was working as a program manager at a, an agency that supports people with intellectual disabilities. I left in February to work for the state of Maryland as a childcare licensing specialist. That is a really difficult job. Um, emotionally. So I chose to leave after a couple months and return to nannying, which I had done for, you know, 15 years before. So I kind of returned to what I knew was going to make me happy and, and all that. So I am nannying currently, uh, happily since July. And what was it that you that made you decide that you wanted to become a sleep consultant? What is it about this line of work that spoke to you and that drew you in? Sure, there's a, a lot of reasons. One is having worked as a nanny. Uh, I see a lot of similarities in kind of the the motivation to do sleep consulting or be a nanny or really working with families in a lot of different capacities because there's just a really beautiful thing about getting to be a part of somebody's family and helping them grow as a family and thrive as a family. And you can, I, I see how you can do that as a sleep consultant, uh, especially with sleep, because that impacts everything. You know, it impacts your mood, it impacts how well you can handle stressful situations with your kids. Um, and as a nanny, I have a lot of experience with working with families who don't necessarily have a lot of experience with children in general. So they'll hire me, I think, partially because it gives them that 
that reassurance that they can look to somebody who has that experience and give them that reassurance, give them that confidence that they're doing the right thing or that, you know, what they are hoping to get out of a situation with their kids, that they have resources to do that. So there's a lot of overlap with the the motivation. But when I was working uh, with the state of Maryland as the licensing specialist, I really found that the hardest part of that job was handling some of the sad things or, you know, the, the really uh, unfortunate things that can happen. And some of that is related to sleep safety. And I think I left that job for my own sanity because that's just not, you know, a lot of what I had to face every day wasn't something I really wanted to go home with. But I left that with a passion of, you know, I, I really want to continue being a part of educating parents, educating uh, childcare workers on safe sleep and on safety in general. So it kind of, when finding out that, you know, you have this course and that this is a, a thing I could do, it just seemed like all of my experience kind of came together. And it was like, oh, an aha moment of, okay, maybe this all happened for a reason. Maybe these experiences happened for a reason. And this is why, so that I can put them all together with this. I love that. I love that. Uh, you are going through the course right now. Um, yes. Do you have a favorite part of the course so far? Is there something in particular that you've enjoyed the most in your training up until this point? Um, you know, I've really... I've really been enjoying the course in general. Like I think with having um, had a bit of a bumpy year career-wise, I, I was at sort of a confidence low leaving the state of Maryland job. And I just didn't know kind of what I wanted to do coming out of that. And then finding this class and getting to throw myself into something that actually really interests me has just been, I feel like I have more energy and more confidence and um, I'm excited to like my poor husband gets to hear all of my thoughts on the class and all of my, you know, oh, I could talk to families about this one day and that. So it's just I I, I think the number one thing is I'm just really enjoying the energy it's giving me. Um, but also the first big written assignment. Um, I was a little concerned I wrote too much, but it was because I was really enjoying the process of coming up with options and thinking it through. So I, I would say, other than being worried it was too much, I really actually enjoyed going through with writing that assignment. I love that. I love that. <laughs> how are you how are you managing your time? Because you're are you nannying full time or is that a part time gig? Um, and if you're working full time, like how are you juggling your work and your studies at the same time? Yeah, so I am nannying part time. But I'm also because uh, I guess this was just the year of me wanting to take on a lot of new things at once. I'm also working part time helping um, a family member of mine start their own real estate investing business. <laughs> so that's not something I had experience with last year. I started that in September of 2022 and I started your class in December of 2022, um, just, you know, a couple months later. But um, so I'm, I'm doing two part-time jobs doing that. Um, and for managing my time, I, I will say that's been something I've had to work at and sort of hone my skills throughout the years because 
Um, and I think I've mentioned this on the Facebook group before. I am, I, I am definitely, I call focus challenged. I do have, you know, ADHD. And so if I'm left with no plan, nothing's going to get done. I'm going to be distracted. I'll be all over the place. But over the years, I've really figured out a lot of little things I can do to help myself. So time blocking, I think has made a huge difference to me and not just time blocking with like specific times, like nine o'clock, I do this 10 o'clock, I do this. What I, what works better for me is, okay, I need to, you know, study and do the class for two hours. And I need um, to do this other thing for an hour. And I have a meeting for an hour. So instead of deciding exactly what time to do them, I'll pick where my motivation is and where my focus is and be like, okay, right now I'm really feeling doing the class. So I'll set a timer for two hours and do the class for two hours. So I think time blocking and um, setting alarms is a big one. That, okay. That's been a life changer for me. Do you have a goal for when you'd like to be finished with the training? My goal has been to finish by the end of this month in February. Um, I am only 50% done with the class, so I don't know how realistic that goal is, but I'm kind of deciding to stick with that being my goal to really push it. And if it, you know, if I missed it by a little bit, I'll, I'll forgive myself, but um, I'm going to stick to that goal that I'm going to try to power through the, the second half. Okay. One thing that I think sets Center for Pediatric Sleep Management apart from other programs is our community. I'm wondering if you've made it a point to participate within the community yet, or are you more just like lurking and planning to jump in once you finish the program? Oh, I have to tell you, that is one of, I can already tell the best parts of being a part of your class is getting that Facebook community. Um, I will say I, I have um, participated a little bit in the Facebook group. I plan to do a lot more, but I've been trying to focus more on the class. But um, recently, you know, you had written that, you know, there were some uh, other students or people who have completed the class on the Facebook group that were from my area. And so a couple of us have already all talked and we want to meet up in person and we're getting a whole group of people, which, you know, because you said you would join us, which we were all really excited to hear. <laughs> but uh, so I think that's going to be awesome, getting to meet people who are, you know, kind of on the same journey that I'm trying to be on. And, you know, we can all support each other and maybe have the same mindset that we're all people trying to start our own businesses or, you know, merge this into the businesses we already have. So that's going to be, I'm really excited to meet everybody because I think it'll just feel really nice for us to have a in-person community as well. So that's, I thank you so much for that because I see everyone at, asking questions and people jump so quickly to give advice and, you know, share different expertise. And I can absolutely see that's going to be just invaluable for everybody that gets involved. So I encourage everybody just jump in, say hi, message me. I'm, uh, I'm happy to talk to anybody. Yeah, I love that you've had a positive experience even in a short amount of time within our Facebook community, because I'm always talking about I'm always talking up the Facebook group that this is sort of our biggest asset of the program. And it's really hard for me as the course creator and sort of the leader of the program to really properly articulate 
what I see is this like huge value that we have inside of our Facebook group. You know, I always tell prospective students that like every single person inside of our community brings something to the table, right? Some of them, we have pediatricians, we have IBCLCs, we have doulas, we have nannies, we have, we have accountants, like that's helpful, right? Like we have all sorts of professionals and, and then we have all sorts of parents, people who have multiples. We have uh, parents who have uh, nursed their children for extended periods. We have, you know, all sorts of expertise inside of our community. And, you know, I always say that our community gets better each time somebody enrolls because it's like, okay, what are you going to bring? What are you going to bring to this community? What are you going to do for us? Not just what are we going to do for you, but what are you going to do for us? And, you know, as CPSM has grown, I really do think that uh, the level of collaboration and the level of community that we have just keeps increasing and increasing because there are more experts. And and when I say expert, that could just be somebody who has 10 kids, right? Like we have a few people right. who have 10 kids and it's like, okay, well, they bring an interesting perspective to this conversation, Absolutely. right? Um, what about when, when you were enrolling in the course or perhaps before you enrolled, did you have any objections that were keeping you from enrolling? And if so, how did you get past that in your mind? Uh, objections, not so much when, you know, having to do with your class or anything, um, but definitely reservations about, you know, if it was going to end up being worth it for me and if I could do it, just more self-conscious types of things of, can I believe in myself to do this? Um, I And it's funny, like I said, it, it's at the end when I signed up for the class, it almost felt like, okay, everything that's happened this year has seemed to lead to this, to where I feel like I could do it. Because like I said, in September, I started helping a family member start a real estate investing business. And that was, I, I have no background in that. I have no experience in that. But I really wanted to, you know, they really wanted me to be a part of it. And I wanted to be a part of it with them. So I just started deep diving and researching and listening to podcasts like 24-7 during the day, every time I'm driving, if I'm cleaning, um, and just trying to gain as much knowledge as possible. So when I found your course and started considering um, sleep consulting, I had already been in this place where it was like, if I can start believing in myself that I can be successful in this thing I have zero connection with, I've got to be able to believe in myself for this, where at least I have this like 15 years of working with children in a bunch of different capacities. So I've got to be able to believe in myself. And I just kind of decided I just, I just am, I'm going to fake it to myself. Like, even if I'm not actually that confident, I'm just going to tell myself I am and hopefully just trick myself into believing that. And I think that's worked really well. Um, And I think honestly, my husband was a big picker for it because he was pushing me so hard to do this because he believed in me a thousand percent more than me. I think I told you in our discovery call, you know, our, our first meeting that he was like threatening to contact you himself and pay for the course because I was being hesitant to like make the final push to do it. Um, he did not have to do that. I finally, you know, got the courage to just go for it and commit to it. And I'm really, really glad that I did. I think 
him giving me a bit of a safety net saying, well, even if you don't start your own business, even if it doesn't go anywhere with that, you can charge more as a nanny. And I think having that backup plan of, oh, okay, I don't have to feel the pressure to be successful because I it, it will it will benefit me automatically because I can raise my rates as a nanny without starting my own business at all. But I do want to start my own business and I am going to go for it and put my all into it. But it's nice to sort of have that that safety net for my ego. Yeah, I, t- I actually I tell nannies and postpartum doulas and newborn care specialists all the time that, you know, if they take my course, the very first thing they should do is raise their rates. I can't even tell you how many people inside of our program have done that and then made a complete return on investment on the price that they paid for the course without even taking on their first client just by raising their rates as postpartum doulas. And I think that that's super valuable. I know that this is something that families want to see when they're interviewing professionals that are going to be caring for children, especially in their homes. I know that you know, as a parent myself, if I'm gonna hire someone to care for my kids, I want to know that they have the knowledge to implement healthy and independent sleep habits for my children. And I think that that's a top priority for parents nowadays. Um, So I think you're really smart to have that attitude. And you're right, it does help with the ego a little bit, it helps you to just get to a place where you're not putting so much pressure on yourself to be whatever level of successful that you deem is appropriate straight out of the gate. Right. And, and you just know that this is one step that you're taking to further your own career. And it's going to help you either in the way that you support families or to get better jobs or both. And, and that can be enough to get you started. And, and then when you start taking on clients, it's sort of the silver lining, right? That's, that's the bonus. Yes. I love that attitude. Um, I think so we have a lot of already sleep consultants, like certified sleep consultants who are listening to this podcast. But then I think we also have some aspiring sleep consultants listening to what would you say to those who are thinking about jumping into this field, or maybe even like enrolling in CPSM? in particular, but like, maybe they're nervous to get in. I feel like, I feel like a lot of people feel just like you where they're, they're nervous to uh, take that chance on themselves. They're nervous to try new things. That's, that's really natural, right? What would you say to those people? Absolutely. Oh, I absolutely was in that boat. Um, I was very, you know, self-conscious about making the, the jump to do this. And I was also in a deep, Uh, analysis paralysis of what to do because with my background as a nanny, I was considering, you know, maybe doing a a nanny agency or, you know, going for uh, pediatric nutrition or something. There's, there's a lot of options out there, but I was so pulled into watching your interviews and, you know, especially your talk about focusing on the business side and focusing on the Facebook group. So I would say if there are people out there listening that are interested in sleep consulting and are sort of milling it over, I would say this is the class to take. Obviously, I haven't taken other ones, but I did a lot of research for months and months before committing to this. And there's just, you can tell there's just a big difference between your course and the other ones that I researched. One, you know, there is a personal touch that you put in to your course and 
being involved with everybody that you're teaching past finishing the course, which is huge. And I think I saw someone mention this in, uh, in regards to sending back assignments, you know, asking people to, to maybe look it over again and maybe resubmit, make some improvements. If someone was saying, you know, this really proved to my, you know, to me and my husband that you're not just in it for the money, that you're in it to help mold really quality sleep consultants and send us on our way with ongoing support for the rest of our careers and being set up the best we possibly could. So if you're considering doing this, take this course because you get such a well-rounded community there. You know, it's, it's very, I think, different than anything I saw being offered by other people, especially with the business side of things but also just that that personal touch that I think makes a huge difference. I mean, I don't think my confidence would be where it's at and my enjoyment if we didn't have the community and how much effort was clearly put into the course. So that's that's my advice to them. Come join us. No, I appreciate you saying that. And I do. I really do pour my heart and my soul into this program. And I want every single one of you to be successful. And, you know, it's in my best interest to see you guys thrive. The more of you that are out there doing the good work, it's good for the field. It's good for CPSM. I love to be able to highlight the success stories and to show off everybody that is really out there supporting families at the highest level and mm -hmm. making a really solid career out of it. Like I, you know, what could be better than that? Um, I appreciate you saying so. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I can't wait to see you complete the course, hopefully by the end of this month or perhaps early yes. next. Fingers and, crossed. <laughs> and um, I hope that I can line you up to get back onto the podcast once you start taking clients and you can share sort of the next oh, yes. uh, little leg of your journey if you're willing. Absolutely, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much, and I hope you will tune in for the next episode.